0: Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old School House, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Oh, this is Deborah Wooler, a senior editor of the Old Schoolhouse magazine. And today our topic is cursive and copywork. Uh, and we were gonna talk about, is it necessary? What are the benefits? And how do you incorporate this into your homeschooling? And um, it has been actually a blessing in my homeschooling, uh, both cursive and copywork. Um, and I'll share with you why. Uh, but first, let me share with you <laughs> that no matter what we have done over the years, um, all of the things that we have used to practice our handwriting, our penmanship, um, it's just each child has had their very own unique style of writing. Even though we all learned maybe from the same phonics program or the same uh, penmanship handwriting program they all have come out with their own unique handwriting. And I think that's just a human thing because I remember, you know, the letters I would get growing up, like maybe from my aunt or from uh, other people in my family that I could tell my mom's handwriting, you know, there, everyone has a specific style. And so our children also will have a specific style. And interestingly enough, some of my kids have a chicken scratch for handwriting when they're just going fast and they're moving along and it's hard to read their handwriting, you know, but they're just taking notes real quick for their own, you know, for themselves or something. And so it's not really important. But if they were to slow down and to write something to someone, you know, it would it would be okay. Um, <clears throat> even my adult children, some some of their handwriting is beautiful. And some is just okay, so at least I can read it. <laughs> and so, um, and it do, it's kind of interesting in how that plays out because even like my, um, artistic children who you know are very detailed about other things like art. Um, maybe you're not so good in, in their handwriting, you know, maybe one or two of them. And then, you know, others who maybe I would think was like a messy child, their handwriting is beautiful. And so it's really, they are unique. Each child is unique. Their handwriting will be unique. Um, but let's talk about the importance of, of cursive writing and copywork and handwriting and is you know, what is necessary about all of this. So uh I would just say that whatever we do, we are going to teach excellence in character and in what we do, because this is who we are as children of God. You know, we do everything with excellence. Um, but we're not going to stress out if their handwriting is not a work of art by the time they're 10. <laughs> and so instead of perfection, again, our goal should be improvement over time. And if you look back uh, you know, a few months or a year. You're going to see improvement. You're going to see that what you've done line upon line every day is going to um, help them get better (laughs) at at what they're doing. Um, And so let's talk about cursive writing. Cursive writing until the the 70s, I believe it was, cursive was mandatory in the schools to teach. Um, And now every state debates whether they're going to be teaching cursive in their schools Um, it's not required, uh, in a lot of the common core standards. Um, so even though we have more technology, maybe, and less need for handwriting a little bit, it is still very important. Um, and most people agree, the research has been done, and I've studied some of it, that cursive should still be taught. And there's many reasons why I'll share some of them with you, um, my mom had beautiful handwriting and I remember she, she would show us some of uh, her past handwriting that won awards when she was young. Um, and by the time I had gotten to school, um, in the sixties and seventies, uh, cursive was definitely mandatory. And so we learned that. And so I want, wanted my children of course, to learn that as well. Um, because there's so many reasons why, you know, um, just to be in touch with um, reading maybe their grandparents' letters or aunts and uncles um, uh, and so many other reasons that I'll share with you. Um, but home as home educators, we actually have more time, you know, than the public schools or school system. So we want to give our children the tools they need to be excellent in their handwriting. Um, and so... I actually read some research that teachers, um, even in the colleges and higher education, uh, would tend to give students higher grades for those that had nice handwriting uh, and they assumed that those kids were smarter than their other students, maybe whose handwriting was hard to decipher. Uh, um, it's just a thing that they gave them higher grades. and. Uh, even achievement tests today, some achievement tests and some high school equivalency exam tests require written essays. Uh, so if they're going to be proctored somewhere, they have to often they have to write an essay by hand and not necessarily on a computer. And so that is still important that they have legible handwriting. So. Our goal at the end of the day, at the end of our homeschooling, is that our children's handwriting, whether that's cursive or manuscript, is going to be legible. So that's our goal. We're going to work towards legibility and not necessarily um, artistic beauty. (laughs) So um, also, you know, for cursive, one of the things that just popped into my mind is they are going to need to Have a signature. They're going to need to be able to practice that signature because they're going to be using that cursive signature for life. And so, you know, it's one of the things you could start um, when they're younger is just start with their signature and teach them uh, the letters in their name. So, it's a good thing that our kids are home and they can take longer and a more relaxed approach to becoming legible. Uh, So, some of the benefits, I think, some practical reasons. is that cursive actually benefits children with dysgraphia. So those kids where it's hard to get um, what they are thinking in their brain down their arm and out their fingers through this writing instrument, it's very difficult for that transition. Uh, Cursive actually benefits kids with dysgraphia because it's flowing movement um, and there's no stopping and going. Cursive also helps with dyslexia uh, and the common reversals that kids have with dyslexia, say with the B and the D, uh, the P and the Q, those things where they reverse those letters in um, manuscript manuscript writing, cursive actually helps them with those reversals. Um, also, it teaches them to form beautiful letters. It, it teaches them um, maybe to slow down and to be... Um, consistent and to be flowing and it actually is good for connections in the brain in that way um in in the artistic side <laughs> so there's some things you can do like if some of your kids need help with handwriting and maybe um the dexterity or the holding the pen or pencil too tight um well, I actually prefer having my kids use pens because um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Andrew Poudois. Yes, he advocates for kids to use pens over pencils because pencils, you have to stop, you have to erase, you make a mess, you break your pen, you break your lead. It's just, you know, all over the place. But pens, you can just keep flowing. And if you make a mistake, just cross through it and keep going. You know, so for regular, every day, it's work. You can, pens are great. They're very, they they move easily and they don't uh, interrupt what what we're doing with our thoughts, um, and our writing. So, we actually got a pen, a special pen for one of our kids who had dysgraphia, a very difficult time getting their thoughts on the paper. Um, they were a super smart kid, but they just couldn't write it. And so, you know, things were just, you know, it was the manual dexterity things and they had sensory issues and all kinds of issues. But um, for the writing, we got them a Euro pen is what it was called, Y-O-R-O, Euro pen. And what this pen was is it had an angle on it so that it was made for left-handed children and children who needed help seeing what they were writing. And so uh, this was helpful for Uh, one of our kids to get a special pen or if they're holding their pencil too tight you're still you know using pencils when they're little if you want to um or for pens just get those grips that go on the pencils and get the soft ones not the hard ones so that when they're holding it it's not uncomfortable um and they're not getting um pressure marks on their fingers so encourage them to hold it not as tight their their writing instrument and handwriting you know at that point can be uh, a challenge but joy a joyful challenge that can actually be you know something that they can look forward to rather than um you know dislike <laughs> because a lot of our kids dislike just the actual writing part. Maybe they have things to say, but it's hard for them to get it down. And so when they're really young, I love Charlotte Mason's idea of narration. When they're really young and they really don't have the ability um, yet to actually get all their thoughts on paper is when you just uh, have them narrate back to you what you've read to them or what they've learned or what they've read. And they just tell you, what they've learned and the facts and and the story and and you write it for them or you type it up for them and then um, I think writing is good because they can see your writing um, and how your cursive works and or your, how your manuscript works when they're re- when they're younger um, and so that helps them okay to see oh I have you know, the thoughts that I had about this were smart, and they were good. And they were, you know, great thoughts that I that, you know, your child had about this book that they read, or this, these facts that they found out, um, or this documentary they watch, and they're sharing back with you, and you're recording it down for them. This doesn't mean because they didn't record it themselves that they don't have that knowledge, they have the knowledge in there. It's just too difficult to get out. So I love Charlotte Mason's Um, Idea of narration, just narrating back to you. You, you, when they're really young, you can just type it up for them or write it up for them and show them. Look what you did! This is amazing. You are smart, and that actually, you know, gives them. uh, You know, they're proud of that that they did this. You know, wow, I am smart, Um, and so uh, they can have uh, work towards excellent handwriting. But in the meantime, you're going to give them all the help that you can to encourage them and to make it uh, a delight and not a dread. Um, they can form beautiful letters by uh, trying calligraphy pens or other pens, some maybe colored pens um, that would help them to enjoy their writing. Um, they could illuminate letters. This is what they used to do uh, back in the uh Old days, uh, they would illuminate the letters, which means like they would take the capital letter, uh, beginning of whatever paragraph, that first letter and make it big. And then they would decorate all around it with leaves and flowers and, and frills and things. and And you can have your children do that and make it beautiful and then just have a simple sentence that they, you know, copy after that first letter just to help make writing something more. Fun And um, enjoyable. There's a lot of products, um, books, helps uh, for handwriting and for cursive. Uh, You can go to our TOS website and go to the product reviews and look up handwriting or cursive or whatever keyword you want to put in there and you will uh, see a lot of product reviews uh, for products that helped different families um, with their handwriting and their cursive. And so I don't believe um, that we should let our kids handwriting look like scrawl. That's not what I'm saying. I, I think it needs, but I don't think it needs to look like art either. It just needs to be legible. Right. And so that is our goal. And again, time is on our side. Now my um, best <laughs> uh, idea, I don't know if it was an idea. I'm sure I heard it at Probably a convention somewhere or something. As I was going along in my homeschooling, but it stuck forever, and so it's been an everyday part of our life. And that is to have the kids copy scripture. So we're going to talk about copy work now. We're going going from cursive to copy work, and copying scripture in their cursive writing. Right, and when and if they don't know cursive yet, in their in their manuscript writing, however you want to do it, um they, by copying scripture, they are going to learn it by heart and by hand. And, and there's so many benefits to that. Um, and there's so much good scripture for them to learn to copy as they go along. And that will help them in their life. Um, and, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring back this word of God that you pour into them and that they memorize by hand and by heart. So copying scripture is is has been one of the best things in my homeschooling over the years. Um, is that my kids have gotten a lot of scripture, and um, and so I can look back and go, okay, you know, may, I may not have done a lot of things right, but <laughs> they got scripture in there, and it and they still remember it today. And so, um, in copying that um, scripture. They're learning also the good, uh, just good literature, good vocabulary. They are seeing the punctuation. They are paying attention to details. So copy work does this, and whether you're copying scripture or other classic writing, copy. You know, having the children copy these things gives them so much information. You know, for vocabulary and context and grammar. Um, and, um, and so it's such an easy thing to do is to have kids copy something and you think, what benefit is it? But there's so many good benefits to, um, copying. Uh, so it increases their attention to detail. It increases their vocabulary. It increases, um, it helps with their spelling because they're seeing these words spelled over and over and they're spelling it over and over so what I do is I give my children a scripture at the beginning of a week say and um, however long it takes them if it takes them the whole week if it takes them two weeks it doesn't matter to me as long as they every single day copy that same scripture copy the same punctuation the same grammar the same yeah um you know the spelling of the scripture um and then they at as they go along through the week or weeks until they have it memorized by heart and by hand. In other words, they can, they can um, write it for me without looking at it. And so by the, that time, if they can write it for me without looking at it and getting it right, then they can move on to a new scripture. And there's so many benefits to that. And um, again, it's, it's helping them, Um, increase their attention to detail and accuracy and vocabulary and spelling. Of course, it's improving their penmanship as they copy, because you, you know, you ask them for their copy work to be in their best writing. Um, Maybe other worksheets or workbooks, you're not caring about their best writing. And maybe, maybe this is, you know, area where you need to just step back and go, okay, I need to let these other workbooks go, but I want their copy work to be beautiful, you know, in their best writing. Um, It also provides ideas and thoughts for their own writing, Um, context clues, and um, just good wisdom, you know, and using good vocabulary for their own writing. And if they're copying good classic literature, say you you have them copying something um, from uh, C.S. Lewis, and it's good literature and it has good, vocabulary in there and good ideas and good thoughts um this helps them for their own writing their own creative writing later their own um uh, yeah just their own writing it gives them ideas and thoughts because they've copied some good writing and it exposes them to many different styles and voices of writers so copy work you can just give them paragraphs of different books and um because um they have uh, copied these different books. they have seen different styles of different writers, but they don't have to read the entire books to see all the different styles of the different writers. Um, so they are just getting exposed to parts of that and it and it just feeds their um, it just feeds their intelligence of the different styles and writers out there. So copying great writers helps one become a great writer. Um, and so, this is what we want to talk about uh, the importance of copywork and cursive you know in in your child's life in your child's homeschooling so uh, just scripture copywork work um, is is one of the best things that we put in our homeschooling um, and if you really think that your child's penmanship needs help Um, Just take a couple weeks off from other subjects while you step back and concentrate on penmanship. And, you know, you can do that by um, doing just making all their other subjects, either taking subjects off or changing their subjects up. In other words, like, say, for science, you're going to have them watch a creation video and write some scientific facts on three by five cards while they're watching. And they're going to do it in their good handwriting. (laughs) and they're good cursive, and they're going to be, you know, copying these things down, and uh, maybe for history, um, you can have them, uh, you know, copy quotes and facts from history. Um, One of the resources we have is called uh, Draw and Write Through History. That's where they have a copywork portion where they copy the cursive and then they also learn to draw something from history and that's fun for them. They can go outside and they you can have them write down what they observe in nature um, and have that as their uh, cursive or copywork for the day and co- concentrate on their penmanship. They can write letters to grandparents or friends or even companies, like say you want them to tell, you know, a company that they love their chicken nuggets. (laughs) So you're going to have them actually write to a company. And this helps them to concentrate on their penmanship and their writing. And so, yeah, you can take weeks off from other subjects and just concentrate on penmanship. You can do that because you are free to teach penmanship to your children in whatever way works best for you. There's no pressure, your children have no fears, no anxieties to worry about in their warm, safe home. They're free to learn and you're free to teach in whatever manner is best for you and your family. So you can find um, cursive and copywork articles at our uh, magazine, digital magazine site. That is TOSmagazine.com. The link will be in the show notes. Um, you can go to that issue library where all of our back issues are at tosmagazine.com and put in your search engine, cursive or copywork or penmanship or handwriting, um, dysgraphia or whatever you you need to have help with um, and put that in the search engine there at the issue library of the magazine and all the articles will come up. Hundreds of articles will come up um, on those different subjects. And so take advantage of that. Um, and also we have, um, I'm looking for my show notes here. Oh yeah. Go to the show notes, go to the show notes, because the show notes will give you more ways to connect with that subject of cursive and copy work. So many ways to connect with that and go to homeschoolshow.com. That's where our show notes are, homeschoolshow.com, and you will find links to uh, to some articles, to some other resources, and um, uh, just stay tuned also for more podcasts here where we go over a different subject every week. Uh, the next few subjects are amazing. Listen to this. What's coming up as for podca- podcasts is how should we celebrate the homeschool mom? Should we be celebrating mom? Mm, interesting. Let's talk about that. Um, and another one is help when special needs are hard. And I know special needs are very difficult and draining. Uh, that'll be a great one to listen to. And then um, the another podcast coming up is remembering why we homeschool. We all need that reminder to remember why we homeschool. What are we doing here? <laughs> are we are raising kids for God's glory. He has given us these children and we need to steward them well. And so stay tuned for those podcasts that are coming up. And let me pray us out. Father, thank you for every family represented here. And I pray God that you would bless them, that you would multiply their efforts, that their children would rise up and bless you, Lord. And that, um, You would just give them the excellence, Lord, in character, and give them parents' wisdom and grace and mercy in raising your kids for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us.